We're just gonna jump right into it, chat. Let me get this. Bada bing, bada boom. He said where? It's episode 45. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You good over there, man? Giggity. <clears throat> Giggity. I'm ready, man. I'm just ready to get. Giggity. Make sure I'm not parched, man. Right. I don't know why I talk. It just makes your throat dry. What is it? Retail air in my house? Like, why am I? All right. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to you off screen. I'm going to talk to you off screen, man. <laughs> Stupid. Such a jerk. All right. <clears throat> hello, 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 and welcome to episode 45 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. How you guys doing today? I got my guy DC here with me. What's up, everybody? Just keeping it casual. Nothing crazy. Keeping it casual. Happy 2021, guys. Your favorite misfits are going to keep it ca casual today. Happy 2020, Vaughn. 2021, episode 45. 45, feeling alive, man. <clears throat> Third episode of the year. And boy, do we have a, uh, what I like to call a stacked episode today. Um, it seems like every week. I mean, this happens like, I guess, at the beginning of every generation. But, I mean, we're only three weeks into the year. And we have a lot of gaming news to talk about. Um, but one thing me and DC kind of wanted to focus on, first of all, how you doing today, man? How, you know, how's your week? Well, ain't too much to talk about protein. Um, let's see. Did I do anything worth talking about? Um, not really, man. Just kind of cooling. Um, got a lot of, uh, destiny in as far as games go. I've been playing destiny. Um, yeah. Just a little bit of Destiny and what was my other game? Um, I've been really into the the, the beat 'em up genre this week. Um, we got Scott Pilgrim Scotty and P. what is it? River City, uh, River City Girls or River City Ransom Girls? Hey, these games are freaking hard, man. Those I think those games were meant <laughs> to play with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott Pilgrim is multi it's multiplayer, right? Yeah, both of them you can like link up online or whatever. Oh. It's multi. It's uh four up to four people, I believe. Oh, that's cool. And you need it. That game is freaking hard. Especially, I don't know which one is worse. I think right now Scott Pilgrim might. Man, really? Dude. I need to play yeah, Scott those Pilgrim. Games I, are hard, <laughs> I missed the boat on it when it uh when it first came out, um, and I was pretty sad I about think it. A lot of people did. I'm glad to see his back. Mean, it, didn't, it wasn't advertised or anything. Like then they had some kind of issue with it, and then it went away, and it, it was just weird. It had this whole little weird situation going on with it. Yeah, there was some uh, licensing uh, things going on with the game back <laughs> back in the day when it first released. Um, but it's good to see it back, man. Glad to glad to have it back. And in it, the fold. it follows the movie to a T. There's no special. Oh, does it really? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, you kind of you just traveling around and you fight the seven boyfriends and it, it's it's true to the movie. There's nothing different there. Oh. But you know, I mean, you learn like the the and even the the combos and the moves and 
you could buy more moves and it's a, it's a little in debt man for like a little side scroller beat em up type game um river city ransom girls did the same thing to where you can buy like different combos and yeah and one thing that you need to do and this will help you get far in both of those games learn how to block it yeah. is crucial <laughs> and the way that they have the block set up i don't like it i wish you can configure your controller i think you can i just haven't checked because mm -hmm. the block is the b button and i just want it to be i want it to be the right trigger it, it just makes it easier for me ah uh, okay i wonder if you can change your controls you know i do i do enjoy those like side scroller uh 2d beat em up games i haven't played them in quite a while um but Man, i might i might download them, uh, scott pilgrim i need to i haven't played it forever. Yeah, it's only it's what 14 never played bucks. This uh river city ransom girls is on xbox game pass so that's what? free mm, yeah i love game pass guys let's just i'm gonna just go ahead and start that out um oh, we're awesome, gonna talk man. about that we're gonna talk about that today yeah. I, yeah let's let them so yeah yeah all right, cool, man. Um, I guess we can jump right into it. Uh, Let's so do it. This week, we kind of wanted to do, and I think over the next few weeks or few episodes, um, me and Nice were kind of talking, and we think it'd be good to do kind of like a not not like a state of the state of the company kind of situation with all three of the major players in the console space right now. You know, that being Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. Um, just because we thought it'd be fun to do this in the beginning of the year, um, just kind of see where they end up. You know, by the end of 2021, heading into uh, 2022, and we thought it'd kind of be fun to just take a little retrospective look at some of things um, in particular. And I guess uh, just to jump right into it, how do you, as a consumer, um, how do you feel that Microsoft is heading into this year? Because um, I know, you know, we talked a lot last year about you know, the next gen uh, consoles, the series X and S and how, you know, me and you were kind of on the same page about waiting to buy um, those new consoles. Have you, has your mind kind of changed or do you feel like you might jump into the Xbox ecosystem this year um, outside of Game Pass or what, how, how do you feel in general about Xbox? I guess is the big question. How do I feel about Xbox? Okay, <clears throat> excuse me know why my throat is so congested but xbox looks like they are gearing up for a war okay we look at the games the their games that they have coming out mm -hmm. for 2021 um you sent me the list but earlier right before the pod yeah i found that this morning yeah mm -hmm. so i'm looking at these games i'm looking at the things that they said they wanted to do and i feel like xbox has their back against the wall because everyone is let's just be honest everyone is on the playstation train like you hear more about the things that playstation is doing you don't really i mean xbox have its fans yeah but there's there's a small think, hardcore group of people yeah yeah, PlayStation a little louder with their love for their system. So I, I think Xbox is not taking this um, land out. I think that they're they're sitting there, they're they're plotting, they're making moves behind the scene to eventually. I don't see my thing is this. 
I don't think they're trying to take over the game market per se, like, oh, Xbox is better than PlayStation. I think they're trying to establish their own lane. Right. I think like with Game Pass and stuff, I think that they're trying to break new ground because honestly, you know, we've talked about this before with uh, Xbox and Xbox Game Pass. It's going to be, especially once they start getting like brand new games that come out, that's exclusive, exclusives and come out on, or games that's created in like Microsoft Studios, I believe, they immediately go to Game Pass. Right. That's going to change the game. So if you got Game Pass, like any new game that come out from any of the new studios that they purchased or the list of games that you sent me earlier, all these games are going to start off on Game Pass. And that is insane. That right there is going to put a dent in the industry. Um, Just like, for example, um, which one did they say was going to possibly, I, I believe it's Indiana Jones. Yeah, um, um, they haven't said whether or not, but that's something yeah, I didn't want to talk they, about. Uh, I mean, I don't want to jump thing. the gun, but yeah. let's just say, for example, you know, they finalize Indiana Jones and <clears throat> they're like, hey, you know, we got this this game that's, let's be honest, it's it's going to be competing with the likes of Drake from Uncharted. It's going to be one of those type of games. It's going to be if Xbox get that and then they put that on their Game Pass, it's going to be complete competing directly with the Laura Crofts and the Drakes of Uncharted. And mm-hmm. just think, it's only going to like it's going to be on Game Pass as soon as it comes out. And this is going to be a, it's going to be a triple A affair. And once Game Pass start getting these like triple A titles, and man, it's it's going to be crazy, man. Is going to be a sight to behold, and I think PlayStation is still going to hold up. Uh, they're going to hold up well, and they're still going to like PlayStation is not going anywhere. It's going to be just like two different universes, man. I mean, pick one, pick where you want to live, like, or why pick? Maybe you'll have both. Maybe you'll own a PlayStation. Maybe you'll own an Xbox uh, or Xbox Game Pass. If you don't have the system, maybe you got a PC with Game Pass and a PlayStation. So I think we're and yeah, we're all gonna win, man. It's it's just looking great. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with a lot of that. Um you know, it, it definitely does seem like oh sorry, my phone went off. It definitely does seem like Microsoft is poised to have a strong uh portfolio this year. Um I really enjoy you know, and it's funny you said, like, realizing games are going to be on Game Pass. You know what I, I thought about the other day that's going to be on Game Pass that's coming out this month is The Medium. Because uh, that, and that comes out in, like, two weeks on the 20th of January. And that one actually kind of made me very happy. Not because I don't have to buy the game, but, you know, because I think, I think what I'm going to do with, with Game Pass is if there are games that I really, really enjoy playing, I'm going to end up purchasing those games outright. Like the medium, I could see that being a game that, you know, I end up purchasing, but the, the, just to know that if I'm a new consumer and I don't have to spend the money to, um, purchase games outright when I'm a part of the Xbox family, um, that's a great feeling. And and what I honestly think is going to end up happening over the next few years 
I think Microsoft is going to make a play at like a lot of these third party studios, kind of like what they're doing with EA Play, how they've added that to the Xbox Game Pass portfolio. You know, right. there's, a, there's a bunch of rumors about um, Uplay, which would be nuts coming into that. I mean, you talk about all those Assassin's Creed games, um, just just Uplay's portfolio and EA's portfolio. Like, I mean, you would have literally hundreds of games at your fingertips at an instance. Um, I mean, I, I, I personally think that Game Pass is probably going to increase in price over the next two years, two to three years, depending on... So- What's the Game Pass price right now? I can't think of so it. It's like the re- No, that's for Game Pass Ultimate. That's for PC and Xbox. The just normal Game Pass, I believe, is ten bucks a month. Um, I'm so, pretty sure about that. Yeah. Wait, let's do the math right quick. So let's do ten bucks a month, right? Mm-hmm. Ten bucks a month, you know, times twelve. It's hundred twenty. Hundred twenty bucks a year. Yeah. That literally, you're paying for two games right you getting a library of games for what you would pay for two games yeah. and the reason why i want to break this down is because my brother <clears throat> my brother was asking me what is the big advantage of having xbox game pass and this is what i want people to know you literally two games 60 dollars games you could take that and literally have a library of games at your disposal for a whole year now, Wolf, you do the 15. What is it, 15 for Ultimate? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's 15 bucks a month. So. so 180 a year. Yeah. Still, still getting a deal. I mean, it's it's very it's very lucrative, three, I think. Um, well, that's three games. Yes, yeah, three, three games a year, $360 games. Because um, what, what I really want to know, and there's <laughs> been like articles on this uh, over the past like year or two where some studios have talked about how Cause one of the big concerns with game pass i've seen people talk about their you know their kind of argument to it is you know how would this affect the sales of those individual games um which is which is a very realistic question to ask um but i don't think i think it's i honestly i think it's giving a lot of studios exposure especially those smaller ones that don't have the the marketing power of these larger companies um there was one game in particular that talked about that how their sales actually i can't remember the name of it. i wish i would have found the article before we started recording, but they were talking about how their sales actually uh, pretty much tripled um, of the game with it just being on Game Pass, which is awesome. Um, and I, you know, I would love to see them continuously, you know, rotate games in and out, even right. on their, even on their first party side. That to me, that would kind of keep things fresh, and it would also, you know, just just from a business standpoint, you know, it it would also have customers, you know, like I was just saying, you know, if they put, let's say they put medium on there till like, you know, May or June or something, and then right. they rotated it out with another first party game, you know, then I'd be like, oh snap, I need to buy this. I really want to have this game in my library for forever. Um, and yeah, I, because I, if you want to play it again or, yeah, you know, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Microsoft, um, <clears throat> just like you were saying, and just like, you know, I don't think they're competing with Sony much anymore. I mean, they are and they aren't, you know, of course they, they want to sell hardware, but you know, like we've talked about before, I think the future of the game industry is going to be in services like this. Um, uh, maybe not immediately. Um, uh, but as we continue through the 2020s, um, I think, you know, they're going to eventually force Sony's hand into doing something like this. They already kind of started doing something like this with their 
PlayStation Plus collection, um, which I think is not, I mean, it's not really a direct competitor to this because you have a lot of, with that collection, you have a lot of games that are, that have already come out, um, like kind of like their greatest hits almost. Um, but I don't know if they're going to continue to add stuff to it over time. Um, but honestly, I think, you know, Microsoft is taking a very consumer friendly approach to to their business model just so they can get more and more people into their ecosystem because um, I still honestly I still have the same stance with buying a Series X right now um, I'm still going to wait maybe in the fall I might get one um, just to play Halo on it because I mean I've you always I've always played Halo on console and I know you can play it on PC but just it would feel it would feel weird playing I'm not going to lie like I don't know why it would feel weird playing Halo Infinite on PC, um, but no, I'm going back old school, baby. We gonna yeah. get Halo. I'm gonna get 64 bottles of Mountain Dew, a pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna call off work. We gonna do it the old school yeah, way. Man. A few days of your life. Yeah, you know, like I, I, you know, respect anybody that plays Halo on PC, but I think the best experience always has been, always will be on console. Um, but. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait until they announce the inevitable Halo Infinite Xbox Series X special edition and uh, snatch one of those. I mean, I might get a, I might try to get a PlayStation 5 if the stock warrants it <laughs> by the summertime. Man, we'll see. We, man, PlayStation still going to be on back on yeah. back order in summer. I don't I don't even see that coming into uh fruitation and i i don't know is i feel like it's just so much going on in the world and i think that kind of coincides with playstation getting their systems out as well yeah and, and think, xbox has had the same you know they've had the same trouble i mean phil spencer even said uh recently i think it was like in the last week or so he was talking to the head of amd to see what they can do to because i mean there's a shortage on like you know the gpus and stuff that they need to make the consoles um, yeah, because a lot of this stuff is coming from like overseas, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it's just so much. Um, it's just it's just a lot. I mean, you guys wake up, look at the same news that I look at. Um, it's a lot going on in the world, and with Corona, and it it plays a lot into what's going on out here. It's um, it's going to be a little rough. People are going to just have to be a little patient. I know I am. And then I, I never got around to really saying if I was going to still try to get an Xbox or not this year. And my answer is still the same as it was before. Yeah. Uh, I'm in no rush. I got great games to play. Um, I got things to do as far as like the podcast and stuff go. I mean, I, I got a lot going on, so I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll get it yeah. when I get it. You don't really yeah. feel the the pressure to get one. I feel that, and I'm I'm yeah. of the same mind, honestly. Um, I mean, I'd be completely honest with you. I might get a new computer this year. I know I said I wasn't going to, but extenuating oh, extenuating circumstances have uh, are starting to force my hand on that. Um, and I, I mean, mm. I'll kind of talk about that later, probably when we start just regularly streaming. But yeah, we want to talk about that too. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking something along the lines of, yeah, me too. Yeah. That's kind of funny you say that. I'm thinking around, yeah, maybe summer, man. I yeah. might just pop It'll up. It'll probably be a little bit sooner for me. But yeah, um, I think, you know, especially with Microsoft, um, 
purchasing Zenimax Media and Bethesda last year. That deal should be finalized, I think, by the summertime, which kind of brings me into the the next part of the story that we were talking about, where you mentioned. Um, for those of you who haven't heard, uh, Zenimax Media has announced that Wolfenstein, the, the studio behind Wolfenstein, um, I forget the name of that studio, Machine Games, that's what it is. Machine Games, the studio that made the Wolfenstein series over the last like five years. They are developing an Indiana Indiana Jones game, which is uh, actually very cool. Um, I don't know if you're an Indiana Jones fan. I am. Um, the I love the older movies, you know, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, the classics. Um, yeah, I think that I think that boat might have sailed, and I was still on the dock. Um, <laughs> I have nothing against Indiana Jones. Sure, sure, I, sure. Just, I never saw the movies. Like I wouldn't mind. Probably I would. I, I would encourage about. you to. I mean, if you kind of like, like that, that style, action, yeah, you know? that style of movies. Um, and hey, just if like I could, look, if I could stomach Tomb Raider, okay. I'm pretty uh, sure Indiana Jones is a yeah. it will be just fine. And it's just like you were saying, I think it's going to be like a uncharted game for for Microsoft. I mean, that's honestly that's where uncharted and the newer Tomb Raiders got their inspiration from was Indiana Jones. Um it's just a classic character and there hasn't been an Indiana Jones game in god, I don't know how long, like since early 2000s, Ooh, I believe. Man, not early 2000s. Last one I remember was like if I'm not mistaken, on like Nintendo or Super Nintendo? No, I, I think because there up. was one, yeah, I think there was one published by um, LucasArts, which we'll get into next because that all, this all kind of ties together. Oh man, I'm not going to say it. But, I ain't um, going to say it. The king of what, y'all? <laughs> so king, I'm trying to tell you. He look, he up here, he's literally trying to line up his segue. I'm trying, I'm Is trying, he, I'm trying. <laughs> Wait, let me not spoil it for you. Dude. No, you're good. Don't be a hater. Um, Don't be a hater. Let him but, do it. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought, honestly, I don't see this game coming out anytime soon. I was, I'm actually very curious as to why they announced it as early as they have. I can only assume there was somebody who was going to leak something before, and they jumped out in front of it. Um, Beat the leak. Oh, what an industry. We yeah. I, I mean... And the producer, the guy who's going to be producing games, Todd Howard, for those of you who don't know, as they call him in the industry, the Todd father who works on Elder Scrolls, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's working on Elder Scrolls and um, what's the, what's the name of the game? They're not Starcraft, Starfield. Um, you've never heard that before? Yeah, man. Look him up, man. Todd, the Todd father, bro. He's uh, the head of Bethesda. Bethesda, Bethesda game. Oh excuse me. my God! Yeah, Bruh, You've never heard the Todd Father, man. Yeah, man. Where have I been? He's been around the industry for cool. quite a while, man. Um, I'm not cool. <laughs> you stupid. You don't know about the Todd Father, bro. <laughs> go do, go do your Google. Oh man, yeah, Google the Todd Todd Howard guys. Um, definitely one of the more famous game developers in the industry. Has been for a while. Um, and he's, they've already come out and said that him producing the Indiana Jones game isn't going to affect him working on Elder Scrolls six or Starfield games, which I don't assume we're going to see anytime soon either. Um, so oh, I don't, Starfield is like an MMO, correct? No one knows what it is. Um, I think it's going to be kind of like, if I had to I guess, that's that a good question. It's ringing off in my head. I can't, it's a, it's something, something that, about that game. Yeah. There's been like a couple of weeks and they've announced, um, they did like an announcement trailer, like 2018, 
but if I if I could be honest, like I would be shocked if that game come out this year. Um, I don't think it's gonna come out till next year. To be honest, man, that sounds like a big game. I don't I don't expect. Food. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda don't make small games. Um, just Lord like knows they don't. <laughs> just like Elder Scrolls Six probably isn't coming out till like the late twenty twenties. Honestly, um, but yeah, so you know that's definitely very exciting news for people who are fans. I mean, I've played a few of the Uncharted games. I love them. They're fun, um, which, like I said, kind of leads into the next story here because I, I Googled who has the rights, who has the film and gaming rights to uh, Indiana Jones. And when you know it, it's Disney um, as they own half of the world at this point, half of the, the, the media. me, okay? <laughs> and, they, and then they did something pretty cool this week. So like Monday, they announced Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm Games which is, from what I gather, might be some sort of publisher. Maybe they're going to develop their own games in-house. Um, like, uh, so years ago, back before Disney purchased um, Lucas, uh, the, before they purchased, like, LucasArts and stuff, there was there was this studio called LucasArts, um, and they published and made games like Indiana Jones, of course, the famous Star Wars games, uh, you know, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, they were a very beloved studio and they ended up shutting down. I can't remember sometime in the early 2020s. Um, so this was kind of like big, big news for everyone. Um, Cause I know you're not really a big Star Wars fan. Um, I consider myself a semi hardcore casual oh, no. you, Star get Wars fan. You in there. <laughs> in out, um, man. You, you, you hardcore. Nah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I'll say this much. I know more about comics than I do about Star Wars. Definitely. Um, well, but let me ask you But I'm this. a fan nonetheless. Let me ask you this. Now, this is going to be the question, uh -huh. all right? How much Baby Yoda Melia do you own? Um, well, I have that Baby Yoda sitting on the mantle behind me. That Yoda Lorian picture. Too uh, damn many. He is a hardcore <laughs> fan. A shirt. Um, yeah, yeah, keep going. I have yeah, a, quite hardcore. a few Star Wars things. It's not important. He's hardcore. It's not important. <laughs> he's hardcore. He's hardcore, guys. Um, but I was honestly, man, I was really excited about this because, uh, you know, EA has had the exclusive rights to make Star Wars games since forever and a day. Um, and we know the history with yeah. EA and Star Wars. It's been a very oh. up and down, up and down situation. Um, Man, I forgot about that twisty turn. Yeah. Um, they have, and they've been messing it up every... Well, I'll say they there has been some good that's come out of EA. Um, I mean, you have the Force Unleashed games. You have uh jedi fallen order which were which was good they were received pretty well battlefront 2 eventually well, got to that point one, which one was the one that just came out it was like jedi fallen order yeah that's on game pass that came out 2019 i think but yeah it's on game pass now ea play yeah i meant to play that yeah yep. let me go download i mean to play that yeah because I, I watch people streaming and stuff and it looks pretty good yeah i don't know anything about star wars but the game looks freaking phenomenal yeah, it's, it been, it's from, been received um, pretty well from uh, that show that you used to watch. Uh, Shameless. Yeah. And then yeah, the yeah. Joker, Gotham. What, what Gotham show was he on? He was it was Joker. called Gotham, yeah. The CW show, Gotham, yeah. It was yeah, just called yeah. Gotham. Mm -hmm. He's a pretty solid actor. I like dude. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, honestly, you know, I, I really love this move by Disney to continue to expand the Star Wars universe. I mean, because I don't know if you guys have been following like what Disney's been doing with their properties over the last couple of years. 
Um, you know, but to me, it seems like they finally got a handle on what Star Wars fans really want out of things. Like the Mandalorian is awesome. If you guys haven't watched that, please check it out. Even if do they call it the Mando? No, it's just called Mandalorian. They call him Mando in the show. <laughs> oh. But um, I thought that's you what know. I, I personally enjoy the TV shows a lot, um, and they also have launched recently a new era of the Star Wars universe called the High Republic. I'm waiting on my book. It'll be here next week. I don't have a problem. Okay. Let's Are you going to read your book on stream? No. Oh, book, book reading stream. <laughs> book club stream. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be something? That might not be a bad That'll idea. That'll pop off. I'm, hey, I'm trying to tell you, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was cool to see. Um, EA even came out and made a statement a slight statement i would really call it like a a huge one but they were basically saying like hey we're still going to be making star wars games i wouldn't be surprised if they already have some still in development um they're probably not going to completely take away the rights from them but i do believe their rights expire in 2023 um which brings me to my next point talking about ubisoft um see how this all kind of ties in today guys this is uh, like i said it's a very interesting news week <laughs> so along with you so you had just what i'm ready to boy yeah, so you had um Let's talk about it monday you had i think it was either i think it was the lucasfilm games announcement tuesday was the indiana jones announcement wednesday was um so lucasfilm announced that they're partnering with ubisoft uh particularly ubisoft massive the studio behind the division series they're going to be making a brand new Star Wars open world game. Um, I got so much which, to say. Which is pretty fucking cool in my in my opinion. Um, is it serious? Yeah, is I I do. I think it is. Um, I'm a fan of. I was a fan of the Division series. Uh, the second you see one. How now, we're starting to become the yin and the yang. <laughs> I mean, Let's go ahead. You know, Let's I I'm on. personally a fan of the Division series. Uh, the second game, not so much. It kind of. You know, it didn't really hit any hit those same notes for me. Um, I think honestly, this probably means that we're not going to get a division three at this point, which isn't a bad no, idea considering wait. the world. Uh, now, are you saying that because they're going to be working on the the, 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 the Star, Star Wars, Wars game? I or think you just so. don't think uh, division two hit that well because um, I think it's both, honestly. Um, I think the vision is picking up steam. Like, there's a lot of people who still play. Well, the reason why I said that is because, like I said, the current world situation, the current uh, landscape of things hey. going on in the world. Um, I think yeah, they're going to yeah. put that series on ice for a little while until things kind of, you know, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Google. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. When somebody, like, that, yeah. that text I sent you where the person on Reddit posted all those uh pictures yeah. yeah 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 and it was just scary how it pretty much simulated what's going on in the world yeah, somebody right now. somebody said that at the beginning of last year i saw that uh sometime last year somebody was talking about division one foreshadow what's going on in 2020 that i mean the with covid and stuff but honestly i think they're gonna want to put as big a effort into this game as they possibly can now, as far as because like what Star Wars fans not having it, like they yeah. gotta hit this, up. they gotta hit this out of the park, man. Yeah, like, I mean it's it's that, this. and you know, like I said, if you if you were to watch the Mandalorian and watch the behind the scenes stuff, the one thing that you get with, you know, just the the wider Star Wars community and the people who are fortunate enough to be able to work on these properties is that 
you know, they have such a care and respect and passion for this uh, particular series that yeah. you, you only want to put your best foot forward, you know, and that's someone like me who is a fan of Star Wars. I appreciate that immensely. Um, you know, and that's why I said that I don't think, you know, this game is going to come out until after the EA deal expires. I mean, because they still technically have the exclusive rights to release games until 2023. And plus, you don't want to rush this, honestly. Like, you don't you don't want to rush this. <laughs> but know? there's no need to. Right. Like, if we if we have not learned anything from 2021 and Cyberpunk, I knew we wasn't going to talk about it. I said we wasn't going to say that <laughs> CP ever again. There was a big story that came out yesterday about Cyberpunk, too. But like I said, man, I can't stress it enough. We as consumers have to be patient. Yeah. And the developers give them enough room to breathe and let them do their thing. Like, there's so many games and stuff out now. I don't really understand. I can't speak for everyone because I'm patient. I, I could wait forever. Like, yeah. Like, now, as long as you bring out something quality, I'm okay with you kind of taking your time with it. And I think this is one of the games that, like you said, uh, Ubisoft, um, let's be real, they, like, because I think of Odyssey, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, and the massive games that they created, but within a year's time, I don't want them to do that with this game. Right because you're going to have a lot of empty space. Like, just don't give me a big game with nothing to do in it. Or, like, I would rather a medium-sized game with a more fulfilling world. I keep saying that. Like, that's kind of my thing. I want a game that's going to have a fulfilling, like, everything has to, like, side quests, everything has to just be on point. Like, just don't give me a big, massive game with a whole bunch of little doodling fetch quest type deals and this is star wars you're talking about you got a lot to pull from so yeah and you know over the last couple of years that's one thing i will say that i've been i'm happy that you know as a star wars fan they're finally starting to get away from the the skywalker saga you know where where it's you always have people that are related to one another in some some way not necessarily like family but you know, characters who are connected in any particular way. I'm I'm hoping that this game is probably, hopefully it's set in like another era, you know, whether that's the Old Republic or the High Republic era. Um, I really hope that they do something fresh and different with this game. And, you know, it's it's funny that you, you, you mentioned something about Ubisoft open world games because yesterday I started playing um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, I, per- I bought it. I bought it like a, a month and a half ago. It was a game. It was kind of, it's the one that, you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's necessarily watercolor, but you play, you play as a person. It looks like Breath of the Wild. Kind of, yeah, where people were calling it a Breath of the yeah. Wild copy. Um, and I don't agree with that. Like, even with the two hours I played yesterday, um, I'm, once again, I'll say this out loud for you guys. I'm not a fan of Breath of the Wild. I'll say it again. I'll say it over and over again. Um, hey, man. <laughs> but you know the let's go the thing, like the thing that got me about this game in particular and this is probably why i've taken a such a big break from open world games um it's just like you were saying right and that's something i hope changes this generation is you have a, a world that's filled with more than just waypoints that's filled with more than just icons because one of the things a lot of things that ubisoft does and 
I know this is probably a result of their studio in inter-studio collaboration, which is a good thing, but a lot of the times you have features and 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 things that that gameplay features and and things that are implemented into games over and over again across different genres like in the beginning of this game like in Assassin's Creed, right, where you have to climb to the top of the tower to expand the horizon and then you it opens up your map you know wipes the fog off your map and then you can see all these icons it does the same thing on go uh, not on on a uh, ghost but on uh immortals and that's one thing i didn't like uh, right off the bat was that it was like hey you can look at these icons here and it'll put it permanently on your map that to me does not it doesn't make me want to explore the map you know, it's like right. I'm, I'm going from waypoint to waypoint to waypoint to waypoint, which is why, you know, I said what I said last year about Ghost of Tsushima. And I think more games need to borrow from that formula where they take those take those icons off the map and, and make me explore it. You know, encourage um, encourage me to we, explore we the map. The same thing. Uh, yeah, because we had the same discussion with um, Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. You start off the game literally you start the game off there's no exploration and there's just shit all over the map and it's just like it's well, very handholdy and here let me take you over here now you need to go over here you know like oh, if you want to go buy something go over here like and when you have a map like cyberpunk or any other like map it, it kind of defeats the purpose of mm -hmm. having such an immersed and robust kind of cityscape you know like right you want to explore like i, I kind of come from like a old school gaming aspect because i remember like playing final fantasy one like there were no icons or nothing like you literally had to find things right that's why it took us like over a year to beat this game because like back in the day there was it wasn't internet or you could just go YouTube. Oh, how do I get this? Let me just YouTube it. Or let me like, I want star Wars to, it's so much I want out of this game. It's like, I want them to, and this would be an introduction into me, to me into the star Wars universe. Like I would love to like come in and play this game and be like, Oh man, damn star Wars is cool. Like, let me go back and, you know, check out some movies or, you right. know, Right, because I'm actually because I thought like Battlefront and stuff. I love like the graphics, and I thought it was like pretty cool. I want this game to pull me in and make me become like a fan of Star Wars. Like, it's so much I want from this game. It's just I don't want it to just be another Ubisoft big, massive ass, two hundred and fifty thousand hour stuck in this massive world doing stuff that just really don't matter. Yeah. Like, I just, and I agree with that, man. And it's just like you were saying, they have such an opportunity with this game and knowing that, you know, I just looked up a list of games that they've worked on. Um, this studio, uh, Ubisoft massive, massive in particular. Um, they've worked on a lot of open world, a lot of story driven games, you know, and I just want them to break away from the traditional formula of what that looks like. You know, even if this game is like some sort of division, even open UI. world instance destiny, like where you have like 30 people on a map, um, right. 
you know, I I hope it's third person. I don't want it to be first person. You know, they they have a great game engine. I mean, Division Two looks phenomenal. Like that game looked great playing that, even on Xbox One. I mean, on PC it looked fabulous. You know, I I really hope that they take their time with this. And that's for any studio who's working on like an open world game at this point. You know, take yeah. take risks. That's what I would love to see at this generation. You know, we we're at the point in technology where you have the ability to do a lot more than we could have could have before. I personally want an earthquake. Just me personally. Just a random <laughs> I just want I just want like environmental elements right. that we've okay. never seen before. That like that's that's just the tip of the iceberg of things that I want. Yeah. I just, I, like you said, I want to jump out there, explore like, man, like, okay, if you on this planet, maybe this planet is prone to like stuff that's going to actually change the environment. Say if you visit one place, right? Yeah. Um, you're, you're in the game and you're progressing through the game. And then all of a sudden, like there's a massive earthquake that changed the whole landscape. And now when you go back to this place, it's like it maybe it's messed up or something that's like permanently changed or, by it. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Or like environmental effects was one thing I was thinking of. Another thing I was thinking of is I wanna see like Star Wars. Every time I see Star Wars, I, I think of like the TIE fighters and like the cool aircrafts and spacecrafts that they have. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of take that, let's get some cool ground vehicles or something like, you know, or bring that back. Cause I know they have, the, um, and excuse me, like my Star Wars knowledge is like nowhere, but I think they, what was it? The pod racers or what was that? The yes. Pod? Yes. Yes. Maybe bring that back, throw a little out in you there. You know, I mean, and I tweeted about this. This is just a random side note because here you kind of have Lucasfilm. You have Disney and Microsoft kind of working together on a uh, on the Indiana Jones game. Just right. give Playground Games, the studio who's making Fable and who's made Forza Horizon, just just tell them to make a pie racing game. That is such a it's such a good idea. They are they, they didn't they, have a pie racing. There there's been pie racing games. And just make a new one. Give them the IP, the Star Wars IP. Say hey, make a racing it game. It would be so it would be crazy so with these graphics. Great. It would be out not the- standing. <laughs> Y'all didn't make him pull out the sensor button. It's, it's I would now. I would love that so much, you know. And I like I said, I think Lucasfilm is probably going to be more of a publisher out the gate. It seems like that's what they're doing anyway. You know, mm-hmm. but you know they're gonna start passing. Hey, you get the Star Wars franchise. You get the Star Wars franchise, which I love because then you'll have all these different artists and studios have their own interpretation of this this fantastic franchise. Um, but just 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 give them the f-ing Pie Racer game, okay? Just tell them to do it. All right, Phil. Another <laughs> another <laughs> wild, crazy idea I had was I wanted I wanted to see devastation on a planet like planetary devastation uh, like maybe two planets crash into each other maybe a planet eat a planet i don't know like like you have a see something crazy an empire right? ship hit up hit tatooine or some shit like it just oh yeah like know? one of those big ass ships crash like yeah as you're fighting and you see it crashing and you have all this like man it's just so like what what game what game was that where it just had these moments like I can't think of it. 
You know, honestly, it kind of sounds like, and I don't know if this is like. Yeah, these were like you, the moments you just remember, like, yo, I was playing Star Wars, and remember that part when the ship crashed to the side of the volcano? <laughs> like, I want some standout moments. I just don't want the same. Yeah. Oh, you got a side quest to build up your lifesaver. Oh, gotta go find Baby Yoda some diapers. I hope it's not oh. a Jedi. I hope it's not a. Uh, honestly, I really don't want it to be a Jedi game. I don't. I want to be a bounty hunter. Because they maxed that out. Like, yeah, I want to do something and different. And this is coming from someone who like really don't even know about the universe, and I, I'm tired of hearing Jedi. Like, let me let me be a bounty hunter. Let me be an Imperial officer. Let me be somebody in the resistance. Maybe you a new bounty you know? hunter. Like, that would be awesome. Maybe yeah. you have maybe you have a whole new story that's actually canon, and this game starts that canon. Like, maybe mm-hmm. you um. I would love that. Or maybe like just man, I just man, I just don't want them to go the cookie cutter route. Yeah, I mean this like, is this is a fantastic to... opportunity, and I hope they they knock it out the park. I have every, I have faith in Ubisoft Massive. Like I said, I'm a fan of the Division series. The second one, you know, we played a good bit of it. You know, we probably put like forty or fifty hours into it, but it didn't just. Unfortunately, it didn't stick around. Uh, for me personally, it didn't really land, but I, I really hope we get something where you have a, just give us a world. I mean, Star Wars fans don't need much. I mean, you know, it's the series itself has always been about the smaller stories that, incre- that, that weave into something much larger, you know, just that would be awesome to see, man. And I hope that that continues. And I hope that we get to a point where, you know, we get, like I said, we get out of the Star Wars, uh, Skywalker saga, you know, open world games start to, I don't know if we're talking about like a blend between like a destiny and MMO kind of game. I don't know what that looks like. I don't even know what that is. Um, I think we're going to get a new genre of game this generation. It happens. It, it seems like it happens all the time. I mean, last generation, what was it? It was BRs, you know, battle royale games took over. Oh God. Know? Yes. So was it last year or the last two years? It's it's been like I mean no, nah, it's been longer than that because PUBG's been out forever in a day. Um, when did PUBG? And you come know out? what's so funny yeah. because our BR's been out for a while. They just didn't catch on. They didn't catch on right away. Yeah. Yeah, they've been out for a while. Those type of games. Twenty seventeen. Like... So we're sitting at about four years. Yeah. So like the last four years. Or so, and I'm not even sure this was the first one. It's, it's probably the first one that took off. What happened to y'all, BR? Hmm. It fizzled, fizzled yeah. away. But I mean, honestly, I really hope we get something because it seems like, you know, players. At least for me personally, I want something social, something you know, a game where I could I could talk to and and play with other people who aren't necessarily just my friends. That's probably I've been playing so much Final Fantasy 14 lately. Like I've been addicted to that game for like a week now um i don't know if that's what i'm looking for but i really hope we get something really special with this game um so we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that man Um, i just need them to break new ground no matter what it is yeah whatever it is just test the limits because i i feel like if you just get good writing behind it they'll be okay right but at the same time, we need them to be more than okay. I need some kind of limit pushed. Like, I need you to take your time, don't rush, bring it out. And because we know, we know Ubisoft's formula. We know you guys. You're the kings of throwing some shit out there. 
and then finessing it into the rest of the year or massaging it on us like oh we're gonna fix this and we're gonna fix that for the love of god just just don't put microtransactions in it be like hey you can buy because that's another thing that i didn't like about that i and i don't know if i'm honestly finished immortals i might try to i might try to muscle through it but you know it's just i feel like i'm playing like a animated version of an Assassin's Creed game. Like a lot of the features and gameplay stuff just remind me so much of Assassin's Creed. I so mean, basically they didn't break the mold. It's like you made another no. game. No. And that's and like even with your UI and everything, like uh Ubisoft has a formula and you can tell and they stick with it well. Yeah. Across their games from Siege to Division to uh for honor like all their games have the same kind of aesthetic of like their uis the way that you go through the menus Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we get it we get but can we get something different and like i said i don't don't know if that's like a, a result of all their studios working so closely together um i don't know if that's the result of that like years and years of that and plus i mean unfortunately you had all those things going on with ubisoft last year all the allegations of some of their top level designers and executives um so maybe we are we are getting some fresh blood into these studios and maybe some things will change i hope so um i mean i even almost told myself i was going to play assassin's creed valhalla but i'm not going to because the one thing I've seen people say is how huge that game is. And I'm getting flashbacks to Odyssey already. <laughs> oh my God. But I tell you, I tell you what's worth it. When you blow the horn, that's my favorite. The battle the horn. horn. <laughs> when you sneak in and then you blow yeah. your horn and everybody's like, what the hell? What's going on? <laughs> and then the Vikings come and they tear down the walls and just start killing the shit time, out of everybody. Time for war. <laughs> Be like, yeah. So I don't know, man. You know, I to I guess to wrap it up. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna get some more fun announcements from Microsoft this year. I'm curious what's gonna happen during the summer, like if we're gonna get a virtual E3 or if we're gonna get E3 at all. Um, hopefully, I would love to see Microsoft sprinkle like those kind of Nintendo directs in. You know, every every few months, like hey, you know, or even just you know, just to even focus on like one game and be like. Here's a Xbox Direct on Halo Infinite, you know, 20 minutes of us talking about it, you know, what we've done, what what our vision is, here's some gameplay. Um, do that. Do that for all your studio. I mean, you guys got 23 studios now, man. Like, start getting people excited. Even if the stuff isn't coming like out it. this year, you know, like start getting people excited for stuff, man. Um, so, you know, we we'll revisit this probably. I think in the summertime might be a good time after some major announcements to see where these three console companies are um i think next week we're going to either do playstation and nintendo or maybe we'll do both we'll see we'll see what else gets announced in the next week can i wear my <laughs> xbox shirt oh absolutely i encourage you man yeah because we love like, all games around here what, see, is that, what is that you got on your chest uh, playstation shirt man you know gotta i gotta be the mm-hmm. uh the yin to your yang man just like <laughs> i thought about I thought about wearing that you Xbox know, shirt. I'll but... be fair. I may, I may, I, I might wear a PlayStation shirt next. We're gonna talk about some PlayStation stuff. Yeah. Right. I just can't let my um, the executives at Xbox see me with that shirt on. I might get fired. You know? <laughs> 
In my head, I work at Xbox. I'm, I'm a, what am I? I am the ambassador coordinator of community affairs. Oh, That's the title very, I gave myself. Very nice title, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's what I do. What yeah, I do. Definitely a lot to, to digest over the next week or so. And if you guys like, if you guys have any comments or anything, man, what do you guys, let me know what you guys think about, you know, the new Star Wars game. If you're a fan of the Star Wars franchise and what they've been doing. Um, let us know if you guys have an Xbox, if you're planning to get one, if you're planning to get one this year, hopefully, you know, Microsoft and Sony, even Nintendo, hopefully they all figure out their production shortages and, you know, let's just be patient with them and remember not to attack people on Twitter because these people are human and, you know, that we still are in very much in a pandemic. Me. So, okay. no, don't you attack anyone. Attack someone, attack me. Don't attack him, guys. Leave right? <laughs> Yeah, man, just just be kind, man. We there's like nice said, man. There's plenty of games to play, so um, it really I, is. Yeah, too many almost. But yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Honestly, um, a lot of stuff we went over today. A lot to digest. If you guys have any further questions or comments, man, make sure you guys hit us up. Um, if you're watching this after we record this live, please make sure you leave a like, a comment, and if you're new around here, sub, man. Um, we love, we really want to go family. around here, man. Yeah. Join the art table, Join man. The family, man. I would Join love us. to see you guys around here more often, man. Um, so thank you guys for listening and hanging out. This is going to be the end of the audio version. Uh, like I said, we always record this every Saturday at noon Eastern. You can find your boy here on Twitter at Darius on YouTube, Instagram at Darius underscore the underscore artist. And that's all. Yeah. That's pretty much where I am. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, um, search me up on YouTube at Darius the Artist. DC, where can the good people find you? Oh, man. Well, we need some more sockets around here with all these plugs. Boy, I'll tell you, I've been working on my jokes, man. Well, I finally set my thing up correctly. Nice. Instagram, you can find me underscore one LDC with another underscore. Ooh, Ooh. Twice the score. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get <laughs> the scores in. Yeah, and I'm I love my IG stories and I love people watching. So I'm usually over there just chilling. And but I do a lot of talking on Twitter. So come on over to Twitter. And you can find me by the same or you could just put uh one lango.com spell it all out one l-a-n-g-o d-o-t-c-o-m and i'm going to give a quick shout out to some people who really need it okay first we want to give a heartfelt condolences to one of our friends who lost her best friend to cancer fuck you cancer i hate you and i also want to give a very heartfelt shout out to all the parents who are at home struggling to teach their kids online. What is it? The virtual learning? Yeah. Uh, between my coworker and my sister and the plenty and plenty of the stories that I hear. It's rough, man. It's rough. It's rough, man. Um, I don't have any kids, so... I really can't relate. I could just be there and hope you guys don't lose your minds and pull out all your hair. 
it's going to be another couple of months. I don't see anyone going back to school anytime soon. And to all the jobs, um, don't be assholes. Um, Cause there's a lot of jobs. It's like, I don't get it. Like if you're working from home and then they expect you to kind of, you got to watch your child and you got to run and you got to do work. And then you got to make sure that they're paying attention and not turning their, 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 their camera onto YouTube, which my sister was experiencing, which is hilarious, but I didn't mean to laugh. Cause you imagine like your, your kids supposed to be listening to the teacher. You go in your room to do work from your job and then all you hear is like Paw Patrol and stuff on the monitor and your kids oh, supposed to be learning. That's yeah, that's it's crazy, man. So parents, we love you. Hang in there. Hang in there. Stay strong. Super Weapon Podcast, love and support the parents, man. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Um, bro team, go ahead and take it away. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely rap, sir. All right, that's going to be in the audio version, man. Uh, we're going to play some video games out there if you guys are in chat. Hang out, man. All right, see you guys later. Peace.